Welcome to Nifty Business. I'm your host, Taj, or digitally known as Tropic Vibes. Here, we explore NFTs and highlight the people that are shaping the world of Web 3.0 as we move from pure speculation to creating real-world value. There is so much going on in the space right now of NFTs that literally 50 to 100 projects are coming out a day. It is so hard to keep track of everything. And with everyone trying to find the next big project, money is just flooding into all sorts of projects. And frankly, many of those projects are very shallow, just one-time money grabs by people that are never heard from or seen again in the space. So it's pretty disappointing to see that some of these people are literally just coming to the space to make a quick dollar and leave. They're not really interested in the technology or the communities that are being built. And everything is start seeing the future. It's just the next big thing. Of course, that is nothing new that happened with Web2. And before that, there was Web 1.0 with all the dot coms and everything just went awry. And so we expect nothing less with Web 3.0. However, when it comes to these NFT projects, we're going to talk about some things that are actually going to separate the ones that are just fly-by-night operations trying to make a quick dollar and the ones that I believe will be lasting uh, impressions or having a lasting effect on the shaping the industry. And I'm not going to name any specific ones because, again, this is not investment advice. I'm not telling you to buy into this ecosystem or buy into these projects or anything. I'm just highlighting what is being done in some of the spaces, and I will name a few projects, but again, this is not uh, investment advice. I'm not telling you to buy into this or or anything. I'm just showing you how, through history, how you can tell of something that is being built to last. With 50 to 100 projects or so coming out every single day, we're just it's unsustainable because right now, really, no one is here. It is a very small people in this community, and as far as, you know, globally, we're talking about, sure, there are a million or so, or million there are a few million people in the space but globally that is just a small percentage and where this is going that really all the money is pooled at the top and you see the same people buying these projects and eventually you're going to see uh well not eventually we're already seeing uh these sales starting to slow down as the novelty of the space is actually fading away and some projects that you know might have sold out within 10 minutes in the past are now lasting days or months or not selling out altogether but as with anything cream will always rise to the top that is something that we say in sports you know the good teams will show up and you know things might go wrong they're injured and different things but at the end of the day the cream rises to the top the good teams at the end of the season will be there and as far as these NFT projects, the cream will ride to the top. Now, the majority of them, you know, Gary Vaynerchuk or Gary V, who uh, was there for Web 2.0, and he's now just charging forward with Vayner NFT and his projects. Even he says that 90 to 95 percent, maybe even 99 percent of these projects are going to zero. So never play with money that you need for your rent, put food on the table or anything, because at the end of the day, this all of this stuff could just absolutely, all these projects can go to zero. They can go out of business, they can fail or whatever it is, so that money could be lost and all you have left is the NFT itself. So hopefully you like that NFT because if it goes to zero and it's absolutely worthless and you're the only one that, that uh, wants it, you can't move it, you can't sell it to anyone, hopefully you at least like it so you can look at it, right? But as far as the cream rising to the top, we're going to take a look at IP, intellectual property. And that sounds like a very boring old school way, but really that is really what I think is separating this group of of, of NFTs that will be lasting and the ones that are going to moon, if you will, and the ones that are just fly-by-night operations, like I said. You know, people are coming in and out of the space just to make a quick buck. But IP is something, you're building an asset digitally that can have other values and it could be recreated, repurposed, reused, and 
the best example that I can give of this, because everyone knows these characters are Disney characters, right? So really, Walt Disney didn't invent, invent Snow White, Cinderella, or anything. But he took these old legends, old stories, and he created these visual uh, characters and turned them into cartoons. And he built an empire around those characters. And Disney's whole business model is built upon having characters that people absolutely love. And everything off of that is stemmed off of that. So character development is by far the most important part of Disney's business model. Because if you care about Snow White, you care about Cinderella, you care about the, the characters in the Marvel Universe, which, which they actually purchased, they didn't even invent, or Star Wars, again, they purchased these characters characters that you will keep coming back for more that's why sequels are always coming out seek people will say oh man there's nothing new coming out these are just a bunch of sequels but at the end of the day people really love sequels these are characters that they enjoy they're familiar with and they want to know the next chapter in that story so they come back for part two three four five six look how many uh, avengers movies there are how many uh toy stories and, and so many other properties that they own, I mean, Star Wars, I mean, talk about sequels and prequels and then more prequels, then they have series and all sorts of different things. So when these NFT projects are just coming out, these one-offs that, are, you know, they might sell 10000 make a couple million dollars or whatever it is, and then they disappear, well, that's not really building anything. So once the novelty and everything wears off, well, you can't resell it. It has no real value. At that point, you know, we hear people saying, why are you paying so much money for just some JPEGs or just an image? Well, that is when the thing goes to zero. Nobody wants anymore. That's basically what you did pay for. However, if you're buying into a story, you're buying into the intellectual property, the characters itself, if they're building a world as far as something that, that people are interested in, they want to know the next step, what happens next. And I could tell you for, from the example that brought me into the space is the blockchain heroes. Now, this is an NFT project that is on wax. And these heroes are caricatures, if you will, of the crypto space. And they, they created this world of superheroes. Speaking of Marvel, yes. And there's villains and there's this whole narrative around these characters. They have little bios and these cards were actually created and they're just collectible. There's actually at the time, there's no there's no game for it or anything. But the characters are relatable because they're, they're actually they're, they're built off of real people and they sort of uh, mimic uh, different personalities in the space. And people can relate to that and they want to know what is going to happen next. Now they're getting ready to come out with, say, Retro Rebellion, which is a a, a spin on uh, the current characters and everything. They're making it retroized and they're coming out with some new characters as well. But again, just like Disney, this is the, these are characters. And as the, you build out this world, build out these characters, people are more interested in them. There's more affection. People feel nostalgic, even though this is a very new space. <laughs> um, they'll start to feel nostalgic about it. They want to relive and recreate and hear more and find out more. And they'll buy more into the system. They release more NFTs down the road. They'll be into it and the community is built around these characters you can see the same thing happening with like the board apes community because they're they're doing licensing deals and they are starting to now to t-shirts and, and all sorts of things and they're building a whole world and the ecosystem there's spin-off projects based upon them and that is really what's what's growing and making that one of the most amazing uh projects right now in the space it's because they're 
the people actually care about the characters. They care about the apes, if you will. There's, you know, 10,000 of them. But as far as, you know, the apes itself, the yacht club, people are very interested in that. And then what is being spun off of that is just a, a derivative that's just driving more interest and more more affection for these apes. And even Gary V with his V friends, that is his long term uh, goal and project. He admitted that himself that, sure, right now you look at these terrible little sketches, <laughs> you know, they're not works of art. And he just drew them up and what have you. But over time, as of course, they're telling stories and and uh, bringing in the children and, and, and teaching lessons and all these different things. And he's using these NFTs with the V friends to actually uh, do something down the line that could be licensed away. Now, going back to the whole Disney thing, because I just keep using disney because in my opinion they do it better than anyone as far as this whole media empire and it is in walt disney's blueprint from day one uh, i forget the actual document that it's called but he actually laid out his plan for the characters the character wheel if you will and that's basically the, the few projects that are I, I just mentioned right there that is sort of what they're doing they're building these these characters that people care about and then as a result there's derivatives that can make it a lasting character you know snow white came out if i'm not mistaken in the 30s uh, Beauty and uh, Beauty and the Beast. Well, that's another one too uh, that keeps being remade. That, that you know that was the early '90s. Uh, Cinderella in the '50s, if I'm not mistaken. Sleeping Beauty. All these characters keep coming back in the form of Maleficent and and so forth. But Disney creates these characters. They make these movies, and then from the movies, the interest and everything. Then they license out the deal to uh, make toys and T-shirts and all these different things. Disney's not in the business of producing toys. They license that out to Hasbro and, and other toy-making companies. And as a result, because people already have the demand for these characters, they're buying the toys. They're buying the shirts. And then their theme parks, they have these whole worlds that are created around these characters. And it's all because the interest was created. We care about the characters. We care about the stories. And now we're willing to just keep spending money into that ecosystem. And that is a sustainable business. Now, it's just a fly-by-night operation of Mickey Mouse dropping him and just disappearing and nothing else more. Well, you wouldn't have this massive conglomerate controlling all these different things with theme parks and 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 uh, streaming services and all this stuff because long term building the character building up the ip building the interest in the relationship with the audience is what is making it last and i can tell you just from pure observation 99.99999 percent of the project that i have seen they have no clue or interest in doing any of that so as you're looking at the landscape and trying to see uh, what's going on well just just Look at Disney and just kind of see how that fits within to the NFT space and how these creators are taking these characters beyond, quote unquote, just JPEGs that are selling for a million dollars. You know, is it a one off? Is this a community? You know, is this something that can be built upon? That's what I look for. And of course, you know, I'm no Nostradamus. I, I can't pick out which one's going to be here in five, 10 years. Uh, the majority of the people that are coming into the space will not be here for another two or three years. So there is no way I could tell uh, what's going to be awesome. If you go back to the 90s with dot-com bubbles trying to pick out the winning ones, I mean, <laughs> who would have thought Amazon selling books out of a garage would be the behemoth of a company that it is now, right? So, you know, uh, so again, this is no financial advice and I'm not telling you to look into these projects, buy any of these things. I'm just giving a 30,000-foot overview of what's going on and IP and characters. So hopefully this is informative to you and you, you like this content. 
please uh, feel free to reach out to me if you have any questions, suggestions, or you want me to check out a project, or if or if you're in the space and you'd like to be interviewed on the show, you know, I would love to have some conversations with some of these creators, some people that are in this space. So uh, feel free to reach out to me. Just look in the show notes. All the contact information is there. And until next time, later. The Nifty Business Show is not investment advice. It provides insights and information within the space. As with anything, please do your own research before making a decision whether you're making an investment or a purchase.